Hello, you're listening to How Much for a Sleeve, the worst tattoo podcast in the world. <laughs> Do you like new, any tagline? Got a new intro, haven't we? Yeah, because it is the worst. And I'm not and I'm not a knob anymore. You definitely still a knob, but I don't know if I'm an actual tattooist. Yeah. We've had lots of actual tattooers on, and me yeah. in comparison, like I don't know if I should be putting myself in the same category. Oh, you lying old hag. <laughs> you wait till you see the calendar entries. Ooh the calendar yeah. is coming soon i'm sure you've all seen it on the gram but it's gonna be fun coming soon hey how many people well, made that joke 40 a couple oh. we've only got three followers so two mm. it's a pretty high percentage yeah, about that. We've got, we're getting close we're getting close to the big 3k which i know a... i saw that today and i went yeah. oh we should that's do nice a, we should do a um i don't know do something i don't know don't know get a free calendar if you um. Don't if you won't get a free calendar. I don't know. <laughs> if you're not going to buy, <laughs> we'll one, give. <laughs> we won't. One. Yeah, <laughs> but don't wait to the competition. Yeah, <laughs> it's a charity. It's a charity. A lot of, we do. We do do a lot of work for charity. Pair of us. So yeah, we're pretty good guys. We're good guys. We actually going to heaven. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. I, I reckon I might be on a. I might. I might have to have a tiebreaker question if I get up there, right? You do do this, but you've also done all of this. So <laughs> <laughs> stay there, baldy. <laughs> baldy. I tell you, you weren't bald. Jesus. So he had. Uh, he might have been bald, though. If he existed. Probably yeah. did. Probably did exist. Probably a good magician. Anyway, let's not get bogged down in things like that. It's a bit, bit deep. So it's Tanya Buxton. Yeah. Our good friend Tanya, she's such a babe. I just want to drink cocktails with her and make her my bestie. Yeah, well, she's uh, not only talented, obvs, but also spends so much of her time doing a wonderful thing. Yeah, she's decent, isn't she? Can't help but uh, be in awe of someone like that a little bit. I know. know Yeah, she's done... Good work. And like when we spoke to her last time, we she was already sort of putting all the charity stuff in place, but we couldn't talk about it. And then we did we were wanting to get her on a bit sooner, but before you know it, fucking years go by. And um oh my god, we've nearly been doing this two years, you know. It's oh. six months away. It's eighteen months. Oh <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was April was episode one. Oh, I thought it was earlier Eight, than that. Yeah. But we'll do feels that long. We'll do some forward rolls on uh, on our two year. Can you what do a forward should... roll? Ah, uh, tell you what, I used to I used to be fucking great at them. I reckon now you'd get carpet burn on your head. I reckon, and and everything else. <laughs> you reckon... get carpet burn when your head touched your bum. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, reckon, I do I do a forward roll. And I sort of reckon I just get halfway over my. My my stomach would just plant onto my face, and I'd just be left <laughs> left there like f- folded up like a like a like a closed briefcase, <laughs> like a bow bum. Yes, but it's spot on. That's exactly what I'd look like. Going up, oh, fucking help me, I, I, I help. I think my back's gone again. Fucking help me, will ya? Oh yeah. I don't want to see that. <laughs> Especially, can you imagine that naked? Is that oh, what? A, oh, what an poor awful Danny. thought! Could just imagine her. Like, I wish I could do a Newcastle accent, but she'd be like, "Fuck's sake, yeah. not again!" What Look, you, this is what, why we stick to missionary. Yeah. What have you? What is? What are you trying to do, Amy? I was trying to do a, a forward roll to impress Lucy, the <laughs> girl I do the podcast with, and um, <laughs> podcast. I, I only got halfway over and. I, <laughs> me back when and now both knees are gone as well so if you could get, at least cover me with something until the um, <laughs> until the ambulance arrives i'd appreciate it Ooh. oh my god yeah we have some big news what's our big news i went off on one and i've given myself a little i think i've got a oh yeah i think i might have burst okay. a blood vessel in my eye oh <laughs> yeah that'd be fine You've been straining. Yeah, just doing that voice for like. Yeah, so sorry. Big news. 
big news is I met Neng Moon in real yeah. life. Yeah. Moon. The first time I'd ever come to Mick's house. And yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Met Minnie yes. Elvis. She was aggressive and lovely. Yeah. I kept singing Jurassic Park at her when she got upset. She, she, he just bit your foot. Just, <laughs> yeah. just put her fangs, fangs into your, into your converse, and was like, "You fucking sing that fucking song again, or fucking drag you again." Bless her. Um, could you? Oh, get her in and do it. Nah. Uh, we can reshare the video of her beating me up. Yeah. Me. <laughs> It was. It was any. Uh, I was nearly going to do the Twilight <laughs> song then, not Jurassic Park. <laughs> I've got, got to get the right song. She's. She's. She, she has. She has no beef with Twilight. It's just. No. She, she fucking hates Richard Ambra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she loves a glittery vampire, but yeah. those fucking she's, dinosaurs she's, can do one. She's goth as AF as well, isn't she? <laughs> oh, she is the best. I've never met a cat like her. Yeah. She's really one of a kind. Totally. We are very lucky to get to share share my yard with her and her yeah uh, awesomeness. Even though she did have a little shit on the floor, she yeah, over, she overexcited and stooled outside your bedroom. I think that might have been who the fuck are they? Yeah, she's definitely neurodiverse, isn't she? Oh, yeah, I think all cats are. Well, yeah, Elvis is fuming because um, we just recorded another podcast, and right at the start, I with him in the face by mistake and he didn't come out so that and, like if i didn't love him so much maybe i'd consider doing that for future podcasts so yes. he didn't ruin it but oh. um, i had yeah i had to tempt him out with chicken and then he came downstairs and he's like oh you want me now do you <laughs> yeah hmm. <laughs> poor elvis what poor else is new uh i mean i've got anything of any interest no i went to scotland again that's nice. Went on that train, on that bridge. Went on the House of Potter train. Yeah, that yeah. was well fun, actually. Um, I was sitting it. opposite some American tourists, and the whole purpose of my trip was to go and be alone and <laughs> do some, like, healing. And yes. um, the American tourists kept trying to talk to me, and I literally just, like, pulled my headphones out and said, I don't want to speak to anybody on this journey. <laughs> Put my headphones back in. But then I went to lunch when we got to the destination and I had um, a glass of wine. So on the way back, I was happy to talk to them. Plus my headphones had died. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fair enough. Um, but I did feel loads better after that. So that was I haven't, I haven't seen it since I lived in London, but the grifting man who's trying to chirps women up and doing that. You know, when take your headphones out. That motion to to a woman who's got her headphones on. It's like, oh, 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 oh what I what I'm gonna say to you is gonna be, oh, so wonderful. You better stop listening to Maroon Five for a moment because I want to tell you how pretty you are. Like, fuck you, you <laughs> fucking egg. Do you know what I mean? She didn't say that to me. No, she just said weird. I was wearing a t-shirt that said I put the fun in funeral. She went, I put the fun in what? And I was like. Oh, <laughs> oh that oh that's backfired okay mm. <laughs> she definitely saw it later on when i stood up to get off the train oh my god <laughs> is that a goth <laughs> yeah i put the hot in goth spelled differently if you rearrange the letters <laughs> it worked as well it worked, it worked as oh good, my god leveled i had a i had a mystery voice note from um prison style tim about 7 a.m this morning Ooh. and um he was like saw this thought of you and it was a goth um, petrol tanker and he went goffs on top hey <laughs> goffs on top lads, lads, lads. <laughs> bats 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 um <laughs> <laughs> um we put our halloween i'd hesitate to say decorations because i don't want to sound like an obid but no definitely put, decor the put them all up that. and uh got loads of little um like little vinyl bats that you uh fix to a wall <sighs> as if they're flying out of something Lush. and uh moon was could not be she was just she couldn't believe her luck that they existed <laughs> just grabbing them up Danny was trying to stick them to the wall and she was just running off of them like, come back <laughs> like one's fallen off that's gone now we'll probably find that in June oh there's that she'll come oh. and pre present it to us like look what I found can we talk about something else that's massive and Phil I don't know if you want to talk about it <laughs> that's fine I thought oh my god she's finally talking <laughs> about my penis <laughs> Definitely not. We've established this. Yeah. It's a one-round liner. Um... <laughs> Little tattoo joke for everyone there. 
that Mick doesn't understand. Nope. It doesn't it does a, a complimentary <laughs> laugh. <laughs> um, can we talk about Danny's massive thing that's happened to your missus? Yeah, she got the uh, lead story on the NME talking about Slipknot. About the Slipknot, yeah. she's on the cover. Yeah, this is well, mega. It's, it's not a real magazine anymore. So it's not the Isn't cover it? of it, but it's the oh. lead story online. Oh, still, I'm so proud of her. Still fucking smart. Go, yeah, go look it up. I've told so many people. It's bollocks, isn't it? Have proud you listened that. to the new Slipknot album, by the way? I know this is very off topic. Uh, but yes, I have. The, the intro reminds me of um, where Paramore have gone. Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't think it's one of those things. I like them, but I don't think I've ever chosen to listen to any song other than Wait and Bleed. Oh. I enjoy right. them and I always enjoy watching them live as well. But yeah, I'm a big fan. So it's it was yeah. an unusual start to the album, but I haven't listened to all of it yet. Anyway, tattoos. Um yeah. four round shader, bug pin. <laughs> <laughs> bo- 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 bottle of ink, Vaseline. Vaseline. Uh did, cling film. Did, did we just say Vaseline at the same time? We did, yeah. Because we're so lucky just in tune of each other, aren't we? <sighs> yeah. yeah. Um but right. I've got hair. Yeah. Tanya. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Our last (laughs) our last intro is fucking shit as well. Our last episode is fucking shit. The one with Tanya is great because she talks. Uh, But if we're left our own devices, this is why we are the worst. The worst tattoo podcast. So imagine if we did this drunk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I'm sorry, I know you can't. I went out on the weekend and honestly Oh yeah, you this, said you had a, Is this a... 25, the the age 25 Because I think I had a two day hangover And I had to go to Ikea on Sunday For meatballs and I basically just laid on Every surface in Ikea um, at so, one that, point so, when, was... so when you You're hangover you, you, When you're hungover rather You want you chose to go to Ikea I'd already committed to Ikea before I knew I was going to get drunk It was like an accidental drunk Because if I, if I go out and get drunk and I'll be like I'll come in at like five and i'll have about three hours sleep and danny will wake me up and be like right i want to go to ikea and that's your punishment for him <laughs> being a piss can and staying out too too late so I, I would never commit to do that on the on the day after yeah i'd already committed but careless, i just thought careless. i was going to go for one beer and then crawled in about 4 a.m <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> oh it was i was a it was a sad that's <laughs> uh, right. It's good to do it every now and again. Yeah, it was nice. Don't do it every Tuesday. That's that's when it gets weird. <laughs> isn't it? Um, before we uh, ruin the content of our episode, mm-hmm. um, it, it genuinely is a wonderful thing. The uh, MTA, the Mastectomy Tattooing Alliance that Tanya has set up. Um, go check it out. Um, if you are a tattooist. Go and go and get involved because it sounds like even though with all the effort Tanya puts in, there's still more to be done. More, you know, do your do your what are they called? Flash sales. Do them. Flash, do all days. Them flash days. Do all of that stuff. <laughs> give them some coin if you can't give them your time. It's just ask for uh, a donation box. Even that yeah, having man. that in the shop. Yeah. Loads loads of stuff. It's a one. Lots of nice thing. things. Um, e- even though we don't really know her that well, there's a there's a pride that comes with someone you know doing something wonderful like that. So well done to Tanya and everyone involved. Um, hope you enjoy the episode. Have you got anything else to say? Willies. Willies. Uh, our calendar's going on pre-sale next week, so please buy it. Order it for pre-sale. All profits are going to go to charity. Another charity, um, Men's Cancer Charity Orchid. Yeah. So going to do a pre-sale I'm basically committed to making the calendars as well because we're printing them through the place of volunteers. So I've said, please do them well cheap and I'll help. And it's pretty um, labor intensive, which is why we're doing a pre-sale. So we don't have to fuck about and make too many. Um, and they'll be gradually posted out, but you will get them in time for Christmas. You don't need them till next year anyway. So stop fucking whinging. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll I'll um, slap my willy on every every single one sold. E- I don't this- really, I haven't got a penis. This is your mum has. 
This is episode fifty-one. Your mother's got a penis. Of how much for a slip? Sorry, Tanya. I'm so sorry. Right. This is episode fifty-one. How much for a sleeve? With Tanya Buxton, Mark Two. Willies. <laughs> this is Good Time Charlie, and you're listening to How Much for a Sleeve. This week, we've got um, the excellent Tanya Buxton back on to tell us a little life. I guess, like a well, I don't know. How long ago were you on, Tanya? Ooh. Oh God, it was May. May twenty twenty one. Oh, so yeah. I guess like an 18 month update. Should we do this? We never have to get a new guest on. We'll just start going through everyone just again now. Recycling everyone. That'd be easy. We don't have to make any more friends. It'll be weird. Start, <laughs> starting with the best, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've already established that we can talk about Willie's in front of Tanya. So we're like, yeah, let's get back on. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> How you doing? I'm really well. Yeah, just, yeah, busy. Um, so many nips, so little time. <laughs> Excellent. From, from willies to tits. Uh, Straight away. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen that you've been actually like on some actual and a real broadcasting corporation. And I'd like you to compare us and them. Who was better? I mean, obviously, you guys are way better than the BBC. Thank you. Yeah. Definitely. I wasn't allowed to talk about dicks while I was on there. <laughs> Why? Why would you? Although I did get the BBC to say the word nipple before the watershed. That's oh. a, that's a start. Yeah, moving in the right direction. That's going on the resume. Yeah. <laughs> Other interests. Next time, next time you need to try for foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when I get interviewed next time, I'll just yeah. slip it in in a sentence. Yeah. Like, hi, my yeah. name's Tony Buxton, foreskin. I'm a tattoo. <laughs> 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 I think that'd be fine. I don't think anyone knows. I just did a genuine thigh slap there in in lol. I just went like, <laughs> you can give me a list of code words if you want, and I'll see how many I can get in. Okay, screw them. Yeah, the thing is, yeah, you've got to say, um, you've got to try and like squeak them in, like. <laughs> foreskin to heal it needs to be left and there you go you've got foreskin in foreskin without, without without being <laughs> without being beastly you know what i mean how would you get um how would you get ballsack in uh you'd probably talk about balzac the uh whatever he was was he a uh, let's consult the internet i like how silly this is already yeah. Professional journalism. The Polish this novelist, is... French novelist, Honor de Balzac. So there you go. <laughs> um, what about uh, labia? Well, I don't want to um, labia. I know I'm going point. off topic here. Sorry, I ruined the law. <laughs> to be fair, though, with all the medical tattooing that I do, yeah. these words could be quite easily put into that's true into sentences. Yeah, nothing is shocking anymore. Um, oh. what about what about jizz sock? Jizz sock. Right. Challenge accepted. Yeah. I'll come back to you on that one. But I don't want to labour the point that we're going over the top here. So let's <laughs> let's get back on. <laughs> let's get back on track. Let's ball set on track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to How Much for a Sleeve. <laughs> a podcast not remotely about tattooing. No, just about <laughs> naughty words and that. <laughs> 90% willies. Yeah. Not today, though. No willies today. Yeah. Just nipples. No. Just nips. <laughs> <laughs> so, the last time we talked to you, you were on the cusp, and we couldn't talk about it then, but you were on the cusp for something major. Um, and that was... I was trying to try and make a lull, and I oh. couldn't get, I couldn't <laughs> I get totally this in. <laughs> and I, no, no, no. I was trying to think about how to say jizz sock. Um... <laughs> um <laughs> So, uh, what have you done? <laughs> so, yeah, that was. Um, I launched my own non-profit organisation called the Mastectomy Tattooing Alliance, which Amazing. is a non-profit organisation designed to help support the breast cancer community in their healing journey, really. Uh, we provide funding uh, for survivors to have areola and mastectomy tattoos, after their surgeries and treatments um, and we then connect them with experienced um, artists sort of in that field 
So sort of by coming through us as an organisation, not only is there like a guarantee that you go into a good tattoo artist who's sort of properly trained and experienced, mm-hmm. but there's also funding there if uh, if it's not as fully accessible to you as well. So how do you know... How so? You, I presume like you're building up a database of people who can do the same sort of tattooing as you do. How do you <laughs> do? You have people apply to be part of the database, and if somebody came to you whose skill set wasn't perhaps like as high as you would hope you would like to recommend, would you just say like, "I'm sorry, those nips aren't realistic enough," or would you? yeah um ghost them yeah i'm probably not very well liked by quite a few people (laughs) (laughs) i um there's like obviously it's not just down to me there's a whole board of us um but yeah there's like a certain criteria if you want to be an mta approved artist there's like a criteria that kind of needs to be met but we do have we kind of have two options on the directory of artists because we're offering the nipple tattoos like funding for the nipple tattoos but we're also offering funding and experienced artists for like mastectomy tattoo designs as well so mm. it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be trained in nipple tattooing you just have to be a good experienced artist who deals with scar tissue and mm. has experience with mastectomy tattoos as well you could be on the directory as just a tattoo artist kind of thing so yeah yeah I I think it's important to offer both options because I think tattooing offers so many options to us as well and it was a it was a big thing of mine I think I waffled on about it last time um like just the different levels of like self-confidence and empowerment that tattooing can give people yeah. Uh, I just want to raise more awareness to to the nipple tattoo in itself because it is a really vital part and I think it's kind of overlooked a little bit of the impact it ha- does have on on people after their yeah. breast cancer surgeries and treatments and stuff but also just to kind of raise more awareness to the, the sort of the real good quality tattoos that are out there as well and make people more aware of there is an option no matter what you've had no matter what type of mastectomy you've had what type of reconstruction if you've had no reconstruction you know your age your skin color like no matter what whatever scar tissue you've got like nine times out of ten there is some kind of option that tattooing can offer it's so I think it's just the best idea like it's so amazing that you've you've done it I just it's yeah it's awesome how did you god this feels like a real serious interview doesn't it because I'm actually asking questions (laughs) then forward then um (laughs) at what stage in your career did you think about starting this um well how did you sort of come up with it it's all been really recent to be honest um so I've done kind of like mastectomy tattoos and scar tattoos like throughout my whole career I think it's something we're all pretty much aware of as artists And then I branched into the cosmetic side in 2015. So I do like brows, eyeliner, lips, what they call permanent makeup. And then I think just kind of through that, it opened me up to this whole other kind of world of people that wouldn't necessarily have come and walked through a tattoo studio door. Mm. Um, And then kind of through that even more, the kind of more specialised areas that tattooing could help with, whether that was alopecia and chemo all these reasons why like the the hair might be lost in any kind of way to tattoo brows back on and then yeah just even more into that the the kind of medical side of things um for some reason it's it's more part of the permanent makeup world and it's kind of done in hospitals and stuff as well and I couldn't quite understand why. So I, I kind of knew about nipple tattooing, but I don't know about you. It was never something I, I knew it was a thing, but I didn't know a lot about it. And yeah. it, it just was never overly on my radar. But I think, yeah, just kind of being part of the permanent makeup industry and stuff and and seeing it more and more, I just became more and more curious. And yeah, just sort of then realised, well, like we are the better people for the job. Um, we understand yeah. more about the skin we understand more about needles machines like different body parts because the skin is totally different to the face and we have the artistic ability as well so I started doing the areola tattooing and it just snowballed um, I've I've only been doing it sort of three or four years now really 
Yeah, it's not been long in the wow. scheme. Obviously, I've been tattooing like 15 years, but it's kind of a collective. But yeah, actually specialising in areola tattooing hasn't been that long in the scheme of things. Wow. Um, and it's just snowballed, absolutely snowballed. And I started doing free clinics for breast cancer survivors anyway. So I just, they were just self-funded. For me, it was my time. That's all I was given in my eyes. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. It's nice to do nice things, isn't it? I, yeah. I, you know, it's, if you can give somebody, somebody that and all it's cost me really is my time, then mm. it's a, it's a nice thing to do. Um, So I started doing that anyway and they just became so busy. They were like a monthly clinic and it became so busy that I was doing maybe like two or three of these clinics a week, which then obviously started affecting my income. And I didn't want to not do them because there were so many women that were reaching out. But obviously life is life. Still have to Um, pay the bills. Yeah. And, And I think that was that just kind of got me thinking. I just thought, well, you know. Not everyone does think the same as me. I think not everybody does want to do a self-funded clinic. Like people do need to earn their money for the whole time they are working that week kind of thing. And I thought, well, if the funding was available and we still got paid as the artists, then that would mean more of these clinics could be done by more people. But we're all still kind of getting the 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 money that we kind of deserve for our time yeah it's still free to the person who's getting it kind of thing so that's how the mastectomy tattooing alliance was kind of born and I just really wanted to promote more awareness about using permanent tattoo ink as well so in the hospitals and stuff they use what they call semi-permanent ink and it's it's not like we all know as soon as you put pigment into skin you've made a tattoo like it might fade but the chances are it's not going anywhere So they kind of fade to funny colours. Obviously, like the nurses and doctors, as as brilliant as the intention is, they don't have the ability or the artistic ability half the time either to create what we can. Like, this is our job. This is what we do. Mm -hmm. And just sort of seeing the devastation of the when the tattoos aren't done properly or when they have faded to a funny colour or if they have faded away to pretty much nothing, it kind of takes that person back to square one kind of thing um and you shouldn't sort of have to have that tattooed every six to 12 months like it's not good for the skin for a start even on a healthy piece of skin let alone a radiated or scarred piece of skin so I just really wanted to try and push the the fact that the permanent tattoo inks are a better option like if it's done properly and like just to try and stop people being so scared of the word tattoo as well. I yeah. think yeah. there's still a lot of stigma um, in a lot of different kind of communities around the word tattoo and the preconceived idea of tattoo artists and tattoo studios and things. And the, the real big plan is to sort of grow the mastectomy tattooing alliance as as big as possible to the point where we could maybe go to the NHS and just say, look, you know, this is who we are. This is what we do. We can provide the funding for this. Like, let us take the load off you. You do the stuff that you're good at as doctors and nurses and like, and let us do this side of things or, you know, try and work together in some kind of way. Um, is there a, um, is there an acknowledgement from the doctors and nurses that you exist and are doing the right thing? Can I can I answer this for one here? Sorry, sorry, Tanya. Well, I think this speaks for itself. So I have a um a friend who had um had breast cancer, had a mastectomy, she's had a reconstruction, and then was looking at her next options. And the doctors had done a nipple reconstruction, and one of the nurses gave her Tanya's number and said, Get in touch with this woman because she does amazing nipple tattoos. So she I didn't know she'd got this number. And when she told me about what she'd had done, I said, Oh, let me tell you about Tanya. And she went, Wait, I've got someone's number. Let me see if it's the same person. And that was, and we'd message about it but it was just like the most awesome it was coincidence. Bad, wasn't it? yeah amazing that somebody in the hospital had recommended and she just that blew her mind because she was like yeah she's in Cheltenham or something and I was like yeah well she's <laughs> incredible like it was just so yeah I think they obviously saw your work as good enough to make an NHS recommendation yeah so. I've, I've been really lucky in a lot of ways like it's kind of like a 
maybe like a 50 50 like some people in the medical field are maybe still a little bit dismissive they hear that you're a tattoo artist and are maybe a bit like a kind of thing um but yeah a lot of the time I think when when you can actually get them to see the work I think that's when you catch their attention but it's you know doctors and surgeons and consultants and stuff they're so busy the amount of people they see and emails they see but I think yeah it's just it's getting the attention of the right people and I have been really lucky so far that I've been embraced by quite a few hospitals which has been really nice I, I I have like a referral from the breast clinic in Cheltenham they have my flyers in there and everything and oh, they wow. actually have a tattoo artist in there who's part of the NHS team doing the semi-permanent um I speak with him quite a lot um and he's really supportive of what we're doing he That's sends good. clients to me because he believes that it should be done permanently as well yeah, that's, that's sort of sort of what I was what I was hoping for. That because uh, obviously when we spoke to you before, it was still very fledgling, it hadn't really, you know, even though it had started, it hadn't really gone anywhere. But that's yeah. like in eighteen months to go from from where you were to to now shows two things: one, you're the bollocks, and two, <laughs> that it was it was it was needed and desperately needed by yeah. by hundreds and hundreds of people around the country who are now having or being having the opportunity to have their lives enriched uh easily and affordably and all the things that you would usually come up against when talking about things like this so that's superb well done thank you yeah it's 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 been uh sorry it's it's just been a huge like i never ever thought this was what I would specialise in as a tattoo artist. Yeah, when yeah. you start starting out doing little little dates on people's wrists, you're like, oh, yeah, right. Wonder where I'll be in ten years. <laughs> but what like an amazing <laughs> organic change, like just an amazing journey. Now you I absolutely you'd... love it. Like I really, really do. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Do you think you get to the point where you'd be able to train the people that are doing the like semi-permanent ones or have any influence over turning that semi-permanent ink into permanent ink or yeah so I've got real big plans I think like I'd like to with the mastectomy tattoo and alliance obviously what I want to continue to grow that I'd like it to go international because it's needed Mm, Um, we are we do have the NHS like we are lucky in a lot of ways so even though the option isn't great that option is there like other places that the option's not even there at all sort of thing and if you don't have thousands of dollars it's like ridiculous money that they charge for these tattoos like then you just don't have them kind of thing so I think there's a real need for the MTA anyway um so that's kind of yeah that side of things is is huge like with that I've actually put in my application we're in the process of becoming a registered charity which is oh my god it's so much red tape and loopholes (laughs) Yeah. I was going to ask you about the process. Yeah, and I've I've got like solicitors and stuff helping me because it goes way over my head. But yeah, the application is in, so it's just a matter of time till we get that status, really. And I think that will open us up a lot more as well. Just having that charity status and being able to approach the NHS and things like that. But just sort of even just through my tattooing, just me as an individual kind of thing. I'm just still trying to make those connections, meet as many people as possible, let let everybody know about us and what we do. And I've kind of been like devising a training for a couple of years now um, because I do think more tattoo artists should be doing it. Um, I've I, We're the best people for the job in my eyes. I, I really think we are. Mm. So, yeah, the, the plan, I'm hoping to kind of launch it early next year, but... I op- I opened a studio and I launched a charity within like six months of each other <laughs> here in lockdown. <laughs> still dealing with the consequences of my actions. Yeah. <laughs> While everyone else is having a nice sit down. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like such yeah. a great idea. I was like, oh, I've got nothing to do. I know. I'll, I'll start a charity. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, lockdown number three. What should I do now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get a dog. yeah it's been mental but yeah the plan is to launch it early next year and I think yeah it'll be I'll I'll kind of I'm devising it so it can be for all different levels there'll be like a certain level because I think you need a number of years under your belt 
before you can do something like this anyway but I'm kind of devising it so permanent makeup artists can get trained um but like tattoo artists can get trained and they'll they'll be slightly different in the approach kind of thing but yeah hopefully like if the training launches and that all goes well there'll be like this big massive army of us that can help more people uh, I would totally learn to do it. I'd love to. Although, like, I've only tattooed in black for fucking years. My colour theory is shot to pieces. So I'm still covered in the training. <laughs> <laughs> but how I would just, I think so many people would want to do it just to have the option to change someone's life. Like, how amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a really nice, because I haven't even, I've kind of spoke about that I'm doing it, but I haven't promoted it in any kind of way just because it's not ready yet. I'm still working on it. But, the response I've had already is is amazing. I've had like I think I've got about a list of about a hundred people. Wow, hundred and one. Yeah, hundred and one people that want to <laughs> <laughs> just have a big conference like Nip Day. Yeah, here's some here's a pound of flesh. Out how I can train people because I want to. I don't want it to be these typical. You know, where you're just churning people out on a conveyor yeah. belt. Like, I'd rather it be that. I don't train as many people a year, but all of them are shit up sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. And you, if you're doing it that way, you, you can give more time to better, fewer people, but you get a better result at the end. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's just like I see it in the permanent makeup industry quite a lot. There's all these, you can even learn areola training online. In the wow. It's like a five hour online course. And for yeah. me, that's disgusting in yeah. my eyes. It's too important. Exactly. Too it, you're right. Yeah. yeah, and it's it, like you said, there's something you said earlier that I want to go back on. It was you do it right once and they're set for life. Every time they have to go back, they go back to not only, oh, I need that doing, they go back possibly to the place where yeah. they had their surgery or they even just going into a hospital again might yeah. be triggering and upsetting. But if you do it right, you don't have to, all of that's gone as well. Yeah, you know I think I mean? it's really overlooked. And like a lot of a lot of women do sort of say to me that once everything's kind of done, once they've had their surgery and their treatment and everything's kind of fine, which is amazing, like they're then just left. Yeah. Like they're, they're left to deal with what's happened to their body. They're left to deal yeah. with you're almost grieving like for the body that you used to have. Like you've had an amputation. That's what yeah. a mastectomy is. Um, yeah. and there's not a lot of aftercare that side of things, I don't think. Um so that's like an that's another really important thing for me as well. Like even if just this little part of you know tattooing is just this little tiny piece of the puzzle, but yeah. if if we can make that more accessible and we can get more information out there and make people realise the huge impact it actually has, like it's I can't even put into words like what it does for people. It's just it's incredible. Like. You know, I have women that come in and they haven't undressed in front of their husbands for years. They won't yeah. even look in the mirror when they're there. And then they have the tattoo done. And it's like you literally see it like shining out of them. They stand different, like they talk different. They're like a totally different person just from wow. this little tiny tattoo. And I, I think it's massively overlooked. So I could talk about it forever. <laughs> oh, just, it's so great. It really is. And I, and I think, you know, you could kind of taking it kind of broader with tattooing like the the reasons people get tattooed for as well like nipples aside yeah you know, I've worked a lot with scars I'm, I'm, I know you have as well like you've got your self-harm scars you've got surgery scars even people that have like got cellulite on their thighs so they get a massive thigh piece and it makes them feel better yeah themselves like there's just all these different levels to like what tattooing can do for people kind of thing and I just I think it's something that really needs to be like explored more and maybe not explored is the right word but like just spoken about more I think tattooing needs to be given more credit like yeah what <laughs> definitely kind of thing yeah so what what sort of stuff have you been doing for like fundraising and so <laughs> what month is it so october is breast cancer awareness month and last year i did like a big nationwide fundraiser 
for October as well. Last year, I did it for Breast Cancer Awareness Day. And a, like, a load of us across the UK, a load of studios got involved and we all did a flash day um, and raised money for the Mastectomy Tattooing Alliance. Um, I kind of gave people the option because we all get booked up and stuff. So I just thought of that you can do a flash day or if you want to just collect donations on our behalf or maybe just donate a bit of your takings from that day, like every little helps um, sort of thing. So we had... Um, we had a really, really good response from that. We raised just over seven grand last wow. year. Yeah, it was amazing, which we're still a very small organisation. So that was a, a huge amount of, of money for us, really, to be able to provide these tattoos like for all these for all these women so I kind of because it went so well and I do want to get the tattoo industry involved in the mastectomy tattoo and alliance more and just get it on everyone's radar really yeah I wanted to kind of make it like an annual thing so this year I've done it again for breast cancer awareness month but I invited everybody to host a flash day throughout the whole month of October instead. Um, Because obviously we've got Halloween and we all love a Halloween flash day. (laughs) I think it kind of clashed a little bit last year because Breast Cancer Awareness Day was like literally the week before Halloween or something. So um, there were some people that weren't able to get involved. So yeah, I made it bigger this year um, and got a little bit more organised because last year was a bit of a test, I guess. I wasn't really sure how it would go, but everyone has just been it just makes me love the industry even more because everyone has been so supportive and even people that couldn't tattoo still posted about it or made a little donation or you know shared it like it was just awesome so yeah this year even bigger even better I think at the moment we've got I think there's about 30 studios involved this year wow yeah so, so nice. yeah, there's a few studios that have started. They've had some flash days already. Um, Paradise is doing one next weekend. Um, I'm also going down to Femme Fatale in, uh, down in London the weekend after. They're doing a Halloween so, one. So I'm going to go and tattoo with them as well, which will be fun. Um, yeah, there's all sorts going on. So yeah oh. we'll we'll beat our target for that's so nice year. yeah nick do you think we should like keep it even and this year we're doing a dick calendar but next year we should do a nipple calendar yeah oh my god yes that would be cool calendar. wouldn't it yeah. we'll just do like the same concept but get yeah. 12 people to draw tits perfect all, all vaginas i don't i think you know we're not biased it's all part of the female form <laughs> yep Oh my god, I would love that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. We've got to keep it even. Because this year, like we're doing this, we um <laughs> excuse me. We're doing this dick calendar and giving the money to Orchid, which is a men's cancer charity. Um oh, and we our, our inst our like instant thing was let's do that and give it to that because we say willies. I say willies all the time. <laughs> um, so we might as well have like a reason. But yeah, let's let's even it out and then say 2024, maybe we'll do, a, let's definitely do a, a nipple calendar. But to be fair, like it took, it's taken about nine months of planning trying to rally 12 tattooers. <laughs> and then it's all sort of happened at the last minute and still had to like find emergency tattoos and stuff to fill the gaps. Um, so yeah, we'll start planning it now. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. That'd I'll be awesome. Tits for you. Pardon? I'll draw some tits for you. Obviously. My God, it has to be you. You have to be included. <laughs> I did the dick for our calendar. Maybe we'll get Mick to do the tits. Yeah, I did them. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. That's in. Ooh. That's that's penned in. Not even penciled. Yeah. Signed. <laughs> with Sharp, a yeah. Done. Tattooed in yeah. the diary. With permanent, there is not still time if you want to host. Uh, I'll just get my little plug in while I'm here. Um, <laughs> there is still time if you want to sign up and be part of the Flash Day fundraising event for this year for the Mastectomy Tattoo Alliance. Um, because obviously we've still got two or three weeks left in October. So if anybody does still want to host a Flash Day, there's a little page on the Mastectomy Tattoo Alliance website where you can just sign up. 
So you just fill a little form in to say who's doing it and what day and stuff. And then we can post it all on social media. It gets listed on the website and we'll send out like a little free fundraising pack for everybody as well with like booby balloons and <laughs> nation box and some stickers and flyers and stuff like that. So awesome. yeah, if you did want to okay. want to join and help the cause, that'd be awesome. Just because October's coming to an end, it doesn't mean that people can't do more flash days. So an uh, all year round event, couldn't it be, Tanya? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and it can be any kind of fundraiser as well. If you wanted to do like a sponsored bike run or yeah, any kind of flash day or uh, like a coffee morning, like any kind of fundraiser or even, just uh, you know, if you just want a fundraising Oh, fundraising! What the fuck am I on about? Um, <laughs> God, starting to slur. If you want some money, kind of Jack Daniels in. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll cut and chop this. <laughs> oh, I say we. Um, Mick will. He does all the work. <laughs> yeah, even if you just um, wanted to collect donations, um, we can send like a little mastectomy tattoo and alliance donation box that could just be kind of kept on reception desks or in yeah. rooms. Yeah, honestly, send just, one out. Yeah. Send, yeah, if you could send me a couple, I demand an origin. Now I work in two shops, I demand <laughs> origin have one as well. Yeah, yeah, just uh, pop me a little message with your address and everything, and we can send it out. You can awesome. either just sort of Instagram the Mastectomy Tattooing Alliance page or pop us an email through the website. As long as we've got your address and what it is you want, I'm more than happy to send things out to people. And even just, you know, just sharing the page, sharing yeah. the page on Instagram and just it's all just about raising awareness as well obviously donations are great but the more people know about us the better absolutely tanya you've done i'm just so happy for you <laughs> but for the like the tattoo community that you're just branching off in this way like i think it's such an amazing thing you're doing and you're such an amazing person and I, it's been an honor to have you on twice now Absolutely. like I, it's just yeah it's so amazing i can't say that enough amazing amazing um yeah you're a good person and i bet wherever you um the next life there'll be loads of cats for you because i think I that's so. what happens <laughs> if you're a good person <laughs> you still need to come to paradise as well i know i know it's just been the year from hell we had so many plans like i had my brows booked and then and i still really really want to learn to tattoo brows as well like that's definitely on my list definitely Um, it was in the cosmetic side now oh i'd really want to do it i think it would just be a good skill to have really um so yeah I really yeah. want to do that but definitely need my brows tattooed so yeah let's get it in the diary life yeah, is settling down a bit now the, so in the diary don't we <laughs> yeah message you immediately <laughs> help me <laughs> <laughs> you know like when I had because I had my brows microbladed and um, it was so nice not having to wear makeup on them for a while and I was really happy with the shape and stuff but they just they do just fade so yeah i'm not that. a fan of the microblading it's it's savage on the skin as well oh fucking the process was savage the sound uh, yeah i was not, just wasn't ready for that yeah not keen the tattooing yeah. lasts loads longer as well and it's a lot safer on the skin so yeah. i'll hook you yes. up yes <laughs> yeah come down for, our plan was brows and cocktails wasn't it so let's let's make yeah. sure that happens in that order <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> what i'm like just after uh, half a can of jd so. you know fucking hell. am i in the right way around oh no <laughs> you can you can you can take Vertical them out brows. they're statement oh, brows though statement brows. everyone will remember you oh my god <laughs> i had when i had my brows down the girl who did them said that she'd um on a training day she'd been on somebody had come in for a correction and she'd had her brows microbladed, but they'd done the hairlines in the wrong direction. No. <laughs> How would anyone even do that? Oh like, God. I just don't, yeah. I wish I'd seen the picture. I wish there I was a visual. I think we as art, like tattoo artists and artists in general take for granted, like the natural ability that we have. Mm. Like that natural creative eye and the natural yeah. ability to- And attention to detail, the basics. That, common yeah. sense yeah i guess 
I did my brow training and like part of the homework was to like go home and draw some like hair stroke brows. So I I, I just did. And um, she was blown away. She was like, wow, you've curved it. Like you've curved <laughs> And I was like, what? Have you seen an yeah, eyebrow? Apparently some, <laughs> yeah, some people have caught, and they're literally like straight on, like 90 degree angle hair brows. But I think, wow. you know, we, I think us as artists kind of sometimes overlook we yeah. just do things naturally without thinking about it kind of thing, but uh, yeah, yeah. really have to break down and explain what way hair grows to some people. <laughs> wow. I guess training someone, that must be hard work sometimes. Yeah, I think now now I've started branching into the training a little bit. It's definitely been like an eye opener and some of the things that you have to break down and explain. Just the stuff that you do on autopilot, I think, as well. But yeah. I'm I'm really enjoying like trying to find my way of teaching kind of thing. And it's why I've not rushed the areola training as much because I, I just want it to be so good. Like I'm so I've been mm. working on it for so long and I would just I want it to be like the best it can be and deliver it the best way I can. So I'm still like geeking out on all different ways to like teach people and <laughs> reading those books and <laughs> It's hard though. Like I had my friend's son in the other day. He said I've known him since he was in my friend's womb, and he turned eighteen last week. And I did his first tattoo, and then to commemorate it, I was like, right now you can tattoo me, and I got him to do a little K oh. on my leg. And I do this loads. I've done this to Mick. But when you have to explain the things you just do without thinking, even like using Vaseline, like yeah. getting a tattoo, it's like fuck. <laughs> it was really hard work. I was like, okay. Help pick up the machine. Yeah. <laughs> Dip it in the ink. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, he's just clueless. He's just sort of holding it by the end. It and stuff as well. <laughs> I've yeah. show like um when I've done like permanent makeup, I do master classes for permanent makeup artists to teach them more about needles and machines and because they don't really get taught it a lot of the time. It's quite frightening. Um wow. so, yeah, I, I do a lot of that. But yeah, just sort of showing them how to hold a machine kind of like properly god um, wow oh my god do you remember when I messaged you because I had my lips tattooed and then it was yes. like an absolute disaster and I was having to walk her through it <laughs> because she was like she couldn't get the ink in and I was like well what are you using and she said well I, I think it's like a one and was looking at the packaging and she was using a one-liner to yeah. like color in my lips I was like maybe we should try a bigger bigger needle yeah it's mad <laughs> yeah one of my most popular masterclasses for like the permanent makeup side of things, it's called a Magnum Masterclass. So it's basically a masterclass on needles, but how like why using larger needle configurations is better for the skin and like ways to use larger needles and things like that. Cause they're, they're widely not taught it. Wow. Like they don't know what a taper is. They don't know what a diameter is of a needle. They don't, they don't know the difference between a round liner and a round shader. Like, real like you know stuff that we get taught while we're still making tea and mopping the floors <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but but we're not let loose on people's faces and yeah it's mad it, it's... it blows my mind yeah. yeah it's it's frightening really and I think that's why as much as I love like permanent makeup and stuff as well like my roots are definitely in tattooing I think us as like well, I can't speak for everybody, but I think there's just like a level of integrity that's kind of bred into us. We're all very yeah. passionate over tattooing and we're all a bit geeky about it, I think, as well. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know totally. about you. I always, I'm like, oh, what's the name for all the different levels of the skin? And oh, why is it called that? Or, yeah. How far deep does a hair follicle sit in the skin? And like, I just love it. The the better. <laughs> oh I mean speak for yourself but that's great <laughs> yeah I felt the tumbleweed moment. <laughs> I know it's like hair follicles what the fuck's one of them <laughs> I do I love it <laughs> it is interesting I definitely don't know enough about like all the technical side I never remember the name of the skin levels and that but then I look at diagrams and I try and remind myself I've got one on the wall in the shop and every now and then I'm like oh yeah that's I'm like trying to explain it to people I'm like well it goes like you know a few layers of skin and then there's too far so you don't want to go too far you just want to go the right yeah start start off in the not far uh, in, enough but not too far either yeah. start I off in the epididymis picture. go into yeah. the uh the duodidymis and then into the foreskin and then that's where the 
<laughs> and then you reach the ball sack. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> and if you go, if you reach the ball sack, you've gone too far. <laughs> Have you seen that picture go around where it has like the skin levels and the top one? There's like the top levels, like Instagram for the likes won't be there in a year. The middle <laughs> one's just right. And then the bottom one's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. I'm not seeing that. <laughs> I've just awesome. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and Tanya, it's time goes so quick when we chat to you. It's just been the best having you on. I can't wait yeah, to hear how I'm going Sorry. <laughs> No, no, no the, point, the best the ones it, are when, yeah, yeah, to- that's it. You're you are what you have no idea how more interesting you are than both of us put together. Us. So that's <laughs> all we've got that's is the point of it. All we've got, yeah, yeah. Bald, bald heads and willies. That's it. And cats, <laughs> that's cats, all we have. cats are cool. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, thank you very much. Yeah. That, was, that was great. Thank and you. All the best. Um, we'll write it down on the episode when we put it out and we'll instagram it and all that but can you tell us where people can find you on instagram and your website i'm sorry windy pops <laughs> <laughs> so you can find me on instagram i'm at tanya buxton there's also my tattoo studio which is paradise underscore cheltenham and then there's the mastectomy tattooing alliance page which is at mastectomy tattooing alliance and it's the same names on Facebook. <laughs> Thank you. I've got one more question that I meant to ask. Uh, are um, Facebook slash meter slash Instagram still being dicks about uh, yeah. kind of, like taking out images? Still the same? Yeah. Same as it was it before? It's a little changed. bit better. Uh, I find it comes in waves, but I was I served a, a back-to-back sentence on Facebook recently. Ooh. So I did a week. And then while I was in Facebook jail for a week, unable to do anything, they flagged another picture up that I'd posted ages ago, decided that was inappropriate. Both and then slapped it for the 30 days onto my sentence. Both, <laughs> wow. both nipple tattoos as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, One of them was like same a video as well. So it was like, Getting so obvious it was a tattoo. But it, it worries me a little bit because I'm starting to get thrown in jail like longer and longer. So eventually they're just going to delete my account. But my account is linked to like my business page. I set the Mastectomy Tattooing Alliance Facebook page up. I set the Paradise page up. So I've had to like bring other people onto the pages now, like just in case it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's fucking shit. Do do you think if you've, when you've got like registered charity status, there'll be any more lenient about what you can actually post because you're like hello this is for real it's not just me posting pictures of tears well like yeah touch wood that the mastectomy tattooing alliance page hasn't been flagged for a really long time it's mine it's my personal mm. one but i hope that, that that's come from somewhere as well where they're oh is that that again that doesn't count yeah. you know what i mean on because i'm assuming it's I think I asked you this last time and I can't remember. That's my bad. But it's a human that reports it, isn't it? It can be one of two things. So it can be that someone's reported it because it's offended them. Or <laughs> it could be like just the sort of the bots and the algorithm have kind of picked it up. So right. I think because the picture obviously looks real kind of thing. But then you can ask for a review so you can like contest the decision kind of thing. Mm. And then a real life person gets to look at it. But that's like really hit and miss whether they sort of say yes or no yeah. a lot of the time to- a lot of the time recently they've said no but sometimes it makes me wonder if they're just not even looking yeah. <laughs> like maybe they just sort of click yes or no depending what mood they're in or and that I is a massive based... thing who, who who's on the other end of that that day who's on the who's yeah on that day well, that it. your your image get, goes in front of and yeah. based on how how many people have problems with Facebook and Instagram and how few people can actually speak to a, a real human, it leads me to believe that it's just one person working <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> so they're just getting sick of it. They're just going to decline, 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 decline. Oh, I'll let that one to be Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a huge thing, though, and I think the, the celebrated, not censored campaign that I kind of did and the petition and everything... It has been on the back burner a little bit this year with everything going on, but I I'm, I would like to do a little bit more with it. Um, I think yeah. I've got kind of ideas for campaigns next year because I think it kind of it's it's part of a bigger problem. It's not just nipples, is it? Kind of thing when it yeah. comes to online censoring. I was yeah. part of an exhibition. Um, that photographer ranking. 
he did a big exhibition in London about all the all the people, all people that have been censored. It was everyone just submitted oh, their wow. pictures that you like got censored and stuff. And I was in that exhibition. Yes, my wow. little <laughs> not my actual nipples, but <laughs> um, <laughs> just seeing all the different things that are being taken down. It's it's part of a it's part of wow. a big problem, definitely. That's insane. I guess yeah. it's just physical manpower that's required to police it properly, isn't it? And determine like, okay, this is genuinely offensive and this, no, no, this is helping people. It's just... I think sometimes it boils down to if you if you don't fit into this little box that people say is aesthetically pleasing on the eye. Yeah. That's well. mad in it as well. Yeah. 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 Maybe yeah. Yeah, we've been talking for about an hour. Maybe don't get me started on that yeah. one. <laughs> that's, on that's episode, <laughs> episode three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll catch up next year and see how everything's going. But I, I genuinely hope we do. And I know everyone else will want to hear it as well. Yeah, um, definitely. So make sure you all go check out Mastectomy Tattoo and Alliance. Give some money, do a flash day, draw some tits. Um, and let's celebrate Tanya. <laughs> yeah. Thank Thanks, you. mate. See you soon. <laughs> Thank you so much. Take care. Thanks for having me.